Hello, and welcome to Open Door Playhouse, a theatre podcast that celebrates live theatre on the podcast stage. I'm Goretti De Silva. At Open Door Playhouse, we strive to bring our listeners thoughtful and surprising 10-minute shorts and one-act plays that showcase insightful and new perspectives of the world we share with others. Open Door Playhouse is a 501c3 theatre organization. Support for Open Door Playhouse comes from listeners like you. Your tax-deductible donations help keep our plays on the podcast stage. During the month of November, we are presenting a month of plays written by veterans or members of their families. Now playing in Theatre 116, Willie, written by Jan Buttram, directed by Bernadette Armstrong, starring Gina Kay as Josie, Matt Ritchie as Willie, and Ayla Rose Baru as Penny. Put those photos down. Give me a hug. <laughs> Thank you for coming. We're worried sick. She won't talk to me or Percy. Slams doors. Threw up in her wastebasket. What happened? Your daughter was out all night with her friends. One being Betty Sue. I told her she couldn't hang out with Betty Sue after the whole football game fiasco last year. Well, that didn't work. They came traipsing in past 2 a.m., smelling like a bar. She's been sick all morning. Please, Willie. I know you can talk sense to her. I can't. My blood pressure skyrockets, and I just wind up yelling. You can reason with her. She idolizes you. You know she blames me for us splitting up, right? And I'm sorry we couldn't make it work between you and me. I tried. And you and me were still the best of friends. And you are your daughter's best friend. She says you are her only friend because you get her. Can you stay for supper? Fried chicken, cornbread, turnip greens, all her favorites. (laughs) Willie? Willie, are you listening? I'm listening, Josie. Will you talk to her? She's barely 15, too young for this crap. You and I stayed out all night in high school, a couple of times if I remember. Oh, no, 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 no. You may have stayed out all night with some other girl, but it sure as hell wasn't me. My dad would have beat me black and blue. It was you. We drove your dad's Chevy Impala 125 miles an hour on Highway 82. Oh, long time ago, Willie. Well, we were around her age, probably 16. I had my driver's license. Okay, but we were lucky we didn't get splattered across Highway 82. She might not be so lucky. Yeah, well, my luck didn't hold, that's for sure. Well, I married you, lucky. We had a beautiful baby girl, lucky. (laughs) I get drafted and sent to Vietnam, unlucky. You came home safe, Lucky. My wife didn't love me anymore. Unlucky. I was scared. You scared me, Willie. You gave up on me. Right when I needed you, you gave up. Strike three, you're out. No, 
You never once asked for help. You never asked anyone for help. I didn't need help. I just needed a little time. Help me. Our daughter hates me. I'm losing her. I lost you. Okay, my fault. Guilty. Bad decisions all around, but I'm begging you for help. Okay, she's coming this way. Please talk to her. Okay, but what about us? What? Will you give me another shot? I'm happily married now, Willie. To a fucking lawyer? Language! Percy got real lucky. Wound up with my family. Daddy, I miss you. Hey, Pumpkin. Wow, you look like ten miles of rough road. Food poisoning. Nice of you to join the living. Ugh, give me that wastebasket. Don't leave it. I will not. It stinks. Percy's coming home any time now. Almost time for supper. Daddy, are you staying for supper? Are you up for fried chicken? Oh, you see? (laughs) Better? Uh, I think I'm good. Ugh, Mom is so pissed because I came home a little late and I tried to get past her room without her hearing. Out of the dark comes this ghost-like creature right out of a horror movie. (laughs) She's starting to wear these frilly nightgowns. Percy likes them. So gross and creepy. What time did you get home? Uh, I don't know. Were there stars and a moon? Maybe. Or was there a sun coming up? Dad, is that why you're here to give me grief? It's a dangerous world, Pumpkin. Things can happen. It's not a dangerous world. Why do you two keep saying that? Well, your mother says you've been puking your guts out all morning. Food poisoning. Ah, food poisoning that smells like puked up I.W. Harper. Hmm. Jesus. You and Mom believe the world is so dangerous because you got sent to Vietnam. All you saw was danger, like those pictures you took with tracer bullets flying everywhere. We live in a hig town with two red lights. There was only one red light when I was your age. Things are looking up. Can I please come live with you? No, no, sugar, no. And listen, I'd come around more often, but it's a bit crowded here with Percy. He's not real inviting. Silent Percy. He never says anything. Well, maybe being a lawyer, maybe he talks so much during the day, he's tired of talking when he gets home. I think he's just boring. (laughs) Yeah, boring. And lucky to get to be with you two. Mom still loves you. No. No, she does, but not like we want her to. Dad, you make her eyes light up. He doesn't. She's mad all the time. I wouldn't call it mad. It's more like she's worried. So who were you hanging out with last night? Kids. What were their names? Is it anybody I would know? Uh, uh, Gerald Pickens, Tommy Davis. I went to school with her daddies, yep. Uh, and Betty Sue, she's still sleeping. She sprawled all over the bed, kept me up all night. Dad, she snores. <laughs> There's a lot of snores in this world, Pumpkin. Get used to it. 
I, I don't mind snoring. I can't sleep if it gets too quiet. Crickets, frogs, they help. Mm. And the night of the Tet Offensive, I couldn't sleep for all of the farting and snorting and snoring. So I, I gave up and decided to visit the latrine. I mean, would have slept there, but it smelled like shit. Dad, ew. And on my way back to the barracks, that's when I saw him. Sneaking out of the forest, slithering around on the ground, quiet as snakes. I started running, but darn mortar shells blasted me off my feet. A couple landed on all those snoring soldiers and blew the barracks to bits in seconds. Oh my god, what happened? Dead. All my buddies just burnt to a crisp. All of them? All except me. So snoring saved me. Lucky. I was a mess when you came home. I remember I cried when he tried to hug me and he bought me chocolate milk. <laughs> Ran lickety-split to the PX. Give me a chocolate milk for my baby girl. Ah, I bribed you. But we've been best buds ever since. Penny, do me a solid. Get home on time. Your mom suffers from anxiety and you being out all night won't help her blood pressure, so promise me you'll do better. I will. Will you promise to save for supper? <laughs> Did she tell you that she let me feel her tits in junior high? <laughs> what? <laughs> Why are you so... <laughs> she did. Under her bra? Yeah, she took off her blouse. Showed me the whole kit and caboodle. Oh my god, <laughs> Billy. <Dad. laughs> we were up at her daddy's hayloft. Papa's first. Most exciting night of my life. <laughs> I'm out of here. How? How old were you? Oh, 15. No, no, uh, I think we were 14. Headed into high school. You know, we started school together, first grade. Oh, I worshipped your pigtails. She saves all the cartoons you drew for her. I wish you'd draw some for me. Oh, I can't draw anymore. Shaky hands. Too shaky. Sorry, I, I wish I could. I love you, Daddy. Oh, darling, I love you too. You know, thinking of you and your mom, I always felt... You two are my lucky charms over there. I'm so proud of you. Cheerleader, straight-A student, beautiful, tall. You'll do fine whatever you decide to do. Both my girls will be fine. We'd be better than fine if you lived with us. <laughs> well, I'm here now. And you'll always be with me in my heart. Hey, is Betty Sue staying for supper? Is she invited? Well, yes. I'm not going to send her home hungry. Maybe she'll wake up before sunset. You know, her mom was frantic, Penny. I was frantic. We were all frantic. Josie, now Penny and me, we had a good talk. And my beautiful, mature, smart, and caring daughter has promised to do her dead-level best to get home before curfew. Right, sugar? Yes. <laughs> All right, give me a hug, sugar. I love you, Dad. A miracle. Thank you. And I thank you for the supper invitation, but I can't stay. Oh, why? New meds. No appetite. Oh, Jesus, more meds? Isn't there anything they can do for you? Rewire my brain? Uh. Oh, I mean, just looking at my daughter, all I can think of is I fought 
kids her age in Nam killed a couple. Yeah, of course they were trying to kill me, but nevertheless, I'm the adult. And I left them lying face up in the mud. It's over, Willie. That's long over. No, no, it's a double feature. It's actually, it's, it's, it's more like a continuous loop running through my brain. Shut it off, Willie. Shut it off? Yes, just do it. Shut it off. Please. I guess you're right. That's simple enough. Yeah. Josie, I never stopped loving you. Oh, shoot! I think the chicken's burning. Hang on. Thank you, Josie. Goodbye. plays are produced by Bernadette Armstrong, recorded at Oak House Studio in Altadena, California, mixed and designed by our talented sound engineer, David Peters. Sound effects are provided by Audio Jungle and music from Karaoke Version. If you are interested in submitting a play for production, you can find that information on our website, www.opendoorplayhouse.org. Please share the podcast with friends and do not forget to subscribe so you will be notified when our next production is live. And don't forget, donations to Open Door Playhouse can be made at www.opendoorplayhouse.org.